You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for today, Alan, and, you know, we discuss hot topics in sports, and today is our NBA episode, but before we get started, we're going to go into our grateful moment. Phil, what are you grateful for this week? Hey, hey, fans all over the world, Charlotte, St. Petersburg, Belgian, thank you, thank you for your support. I'm seeing, I'm watching, just make sure you comment on our Instagram or Facebook page, so we could directly shout you out, all those fans out there. I am grateful for the fans. I'm grateful for my wife and my children, and especially my older daughter, oldest eldest daughter. Um, she constantly, t- you know, contact us and keep us on the uh, on the know what's going on with her. Um, she spent a lot of time talking to us on the phone while she's away from college. I truly appreciate her and the time we spent, especially growing up. And I think the hardest thing is that we spent so much time from seventh grade all the way through high school and um, college when she decided no, no longer to play sports, which was great. Um, great for her, not for me. But all that time we spent, I, I appreciate her still reaching out and, you know, communicating with us. So enjoy it, Kelvin, uh, because when he, those years go by fast, my brother. Those years go by fast. I'm still waiting for Alan to make me a godfather. He got to hurry up and marry somebody. Chill, <laughs> man. Like... Patience, patience, brother. Patience is a virtue. I still got my life to live. But Kelvin, what are you grateful for? What's up, everybody? Uh, definitely, I'm grateful for family, like Phil said. Um, I'm grateful for sports uh, in general. You know, I just want to give a shout out to the to all the major leagues because it's a detachment from society. You know, a lot of times you're going through some things, you might be stressed out, and you can just turn the TV on and. And uh, you know, cheer for your team or just watch some good competition. Uh, and sometimes that's just what you need in life. So I'm definitely grateful for that. That's what's up. And I am grateful for my sister who celebrated a birthday this past week. Um, she just got back to the States yesterday. So shout out to her. But on a on a side note, I am ungrateful for that dunk contest we experienced last night. But that's a story yeah. for another day. But (laughs) let's go ahead and get started with our episode. This episode is going to be our midseason award. So we're going to be talking about the MVP, the rookie of the year, sixth man of the year, most improved defensive player of the year, and the coach of the year so far into the season. As although the all-star game is later this evening, by the time you hear this yesterday, just our midseason awards of who we think should be crowned these awards at this particular time of the season but first let's go ahead and get started with our most valuable player now as we've been talking about the past few weeks these rankings have been fluctuating um but the common names who have been mentioned for mvp would be Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. um you got john moran and derozan uh, sneaking in there who's having a great season himself so who do we guys think is the mvp at this point in the season i'm not gonna let kelvin say it say it because it's i don't want to say it and it's right now it's obvious there's only one person 
it's one and one only person as of now which has demonstrated the ability to play inside, outside, above the rim, and he's carrying his team. But the award should be really not MVP, but availability. I'm going to say the one who said that he managed to come out, the one who came out through the process, even though the process seems to be broken, but their ultimate goal is to find one superstar, even though they had two and they got rid of one. I'm going to say Joel Embiid. He is the clear favorite and should win this award. It pains me to say that. It hurts me to say that, to give anything to Philadelphia after what they did to my Giants. But I'm going to roll with the punches. I'm going to be clear and decisive. I'm going to um, not mince my word. And I'm going to be level-headed. And I'm not going to let my emotions overtake me in this situation. So, Joel B, I'll have to give you the MVP. You have dust up Jokic. No one who could hold you, really. I don't, I don't know why they have anybody else even, you know, in that com- in that lane of conversation. You're clearly better than DeMar Rosen. You're be- way better than Giannis. I think Thursday game has proved that. Seth Curry, great player, but um, I don't know why. His, his team is, they're all over the place. The Knicks beat them. The Knicks beat them, clearly, because they don't take competition um, seriously, they play around. They too much turnovers. Bro, they're second in the West. Stop it. it <laughs> yeah, but they but how they win in the last game? Two points, one point. You know, a couple points. They're not dominating. So I'm gonna have to give it Joel Embiid. He 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 showed um, he showed uh, Giannis who's a real big man in the league. Demar is. I'll give him. Uh, he'll be my clear second because of what he's done with Chicago, but. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I tried it. Is <laughs> a clear too bad. number one. It's clearly number one. Oh yeah. So um, it's funny. I'm 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 looking around and uh, and a lot of people don't have Embiid on the top of their list, and that's strange for me. I, I think he's definitely one of one one A one one B. Um. But I, I'm definitely going to be. That's the hometown guy. I uh, never won it before. He looks hungry. He's carrying the team without the without the second uh, All Star. You know, this year he played without Ben Simmons, um, one of the facilitators. Uh, people might have thought Ben Simmons was getting him some easy buckets, um, but that's Great not job. the case because <laughs> we got uh, a <laughs> we got him be showing showing himself to be a better player this year. You know on the cerebral side too he's learning how to play through the double teams he's carrying the sixes to be relevant you know kind of single-handedly so i feel like if people watching philly then you would see that he's the clear-cut favorite but there's some other players out there that's that's deserving of being mentioned but i'm going with phil on this one i'm saying Embiid should be the number one guy i mean it's really hard to disagree (laughs) it really is i mean Everyone's mentioned it. When you look at what Joel Embiid has done as, I would say, the lone superstar. Well, I can't say him. Well, I'll say it. I'll just say in the Eastern Conference. The lone, the lone, the lone superstar in the Eastern Conference and what he's been able to do. He's just... He's really come back this season with a vengeance. And 
I mean, you could throw Steph Curry. He was, you know, he's the main superstar in Golden State, but I just want to say just the Eastern Conference. Um, I mean, even Jokic, he's by himself, but I would still put Joel Embiid and at the top. And when you when you look at him, and I think maybe Evan mentioned it some weeks ago, you could see the growth, not just from the ability to play the game, but the leadership role. And I feel like that's going to be big, especially moving down the stretch of him being able to capture this MVP award at the end of the season. But at this particular point in time, I'm, I'm crowning him now. And plus, he's been playing all his games except for the little COVID situation. Honestly, that could have been better if that never was the case. So, you know what I mean? So that's just something just to also keep tabs on. And you said something, both of you is very important. Joel has no really nobody. And, and yes, Tobias is a high-paid player, but he has not been consistent. Yes, Maxi is a Kentucky player. That's the only thing I give him. Uh, <laughs> and he's been yeah. helping him. But overall, overall, it's been Joel MB. And if you look at all the other players, the Nuggets, right? Nuggets have Jokic and, and they have a, a, a band of players who played together. Uh, more than a couple years and have a slight advantage. Seth has Clay Thompson, Poole. He has a, a Draymond Green who was there. He has a, a group of people. The 76ers literally only have Joel Embiid, who's carrying a team, who put up a few 50-point games here, 40-point games there. I think 40 points. He put a few 40 points. Not 50. Did he hit 50, Kelvin? Yep, he hit 50. Yeah. yeah, he hit 50. Okay. So he has done more with less and if you work for any organization, they always ask you to do more with less. Less resources, but do more. Upgrade your production by 5%, 0.2%. I've heard organizations where the uh, is 100%. They want to go 0.32, as much as you can with less. And Joel has done that. I have to give it to him. So it's nonsense that other people are mentioned in the same breath of Joel. Joel is the best big man in the league, hands down. Who's better than him? Uh, what you're gonna say, Cap, because he won the three point contest? He no. said he want to be the best, the best big man shooter. Now I ain't gonna cap, <laughs> low key. Yeah, I mean it's, it's it's hard it's hard to deny it because when they played against us, granted our defense is awful, but he hit about like three threes in the fourth quarter to like keep Minnesota in the game. Yeah. So I. I'm not going to say Cat's the best big. I would never say that. But big man shooter, like especially from three, mm -hmm. you might have to give him the nod on that one. It's funny because he didn't, even, he didn't even want to be the best big ever. That was a weird statement too. Like, yeah, that would be the best big shooter. I'm like, hold on. Don't you want to be the best, <laughs> best big man? Like, period. But, but you know, whatever. But In reality, just... the best big man shooter who doesn't claim to be a big man is actually – KD, you gotta think about KD, seven foot. Right, my <laughs> guy was dirt. My favorite guy was dirt, but yeah, dirt, yeah. but dirt, Phil, can we, can we quote Phil because Phil's really giving my team a lot of praise this morning, my guy. <laughs> so I just want to make sure we can find a way to quote this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to be clear, not miss my words, and be fair. I have to be fair. It's just, it's unreal that they have given consideration to other players at this time what joel is doing and on top of that his coach 
Oh my goodness, he deserves the award right now. <laughs> he deserves the award right now. He's doing more with less, with more controversy surrounding around him. Not directly with him, but with his team. And he still has his team um in the in the playoff. I think in third seed, tied for third seed as an outlaw. Yeah, third crazy. seed. Yep, tied that's for crazy. third. Tied for third. What team has gone through more than the 76ers? So Voters, stop the nonsense. Just give the man an award. He could be, I don't want this. I want him to finish the season because he is truly, I, I like I like watching him play against my team. Well, I like watching him play because he does play with pizzazz and finesse and he does everything on the floor. Inside out, finesse, power, he does it all. He is the best big man in the NBA. He rightfully deserves it. Last year, he was robbed. This year, you got to give it to him. For sure, for sure. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate you. Yeah, now delete this, Alan. <laughs> Phil's Make burning. Sure Evans on, don't hear this. Phil's burning <laughs> on the inside. Let's transition to the rookie of the year. Now it's kind of been up and down with rookies. Uh, I know Chris Duarte was one of the top guys, like especially like playing wise. But, you know, of course, like when it comes to like number one picks, the the odds makers, they're looking at Cade, Evan Mobley is up there, Scotty Barnes, and even as of late, Josh Giddy from OKC is starting to sneak on the scene at this particular moment. So who do we have being the rookie of the year at this point in the season? I'm going with who I went with in the beginning of the season. Evan Mobley from Cleveland. I, I was my that was my first pick last year. I meant when we talked about this, we had this before the season we did the award show, and I'm sticking with him. I think he's having a really good year, but I just think he's a unicorn anyway. So I didn't I didn't really care what team he got matched up with. Um, he's lucky he got matched up with Cleveland because they always have great. They've been having great guard play from. Uh, the last couple of years uh, with Garland and Sexton, but um, the kid can just do it all. Plus he's great on the defensive end. He runs the floor. Well, just as just a, a freak athlete too, for his size. So I'm going to stick with him. And I think he might, win, he's going to win a reward. And I want to say Grimes for the Knicks. But <laughs> I'll be a fool to deny Mobley. I have to agree. I hate agreeing with this dude. Ah, Two for he two. said it. Kel Kelvin said it for the beginning of the year, and I was like, nah, it's going to be these top drafts. This dude <laughs> this dude does everything, everything on the floor. And the most important thing he's doing, he's helping the team win. That's at individual award. I understand the individual award, but you have to rub off the fact that you contribute to the team's success, right? I do agree the guy on, on the Raptors – I forgot his Scotty name. Barnes. Barnes. He is helping them. Um, they moved up from the sewer to now currently their seventh place with 35, 32 wins and 25 loss. But come on, Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. Nobody thought about them. Anybody who thought about them stopped lying. Even Cleveland didn't know. Even Dan Gilbert didn't know what they were doing. Only person who probably believed was probably Bickerstaff. He probably saw it from the beginning because he's been through there. He's been through the challenges of and head coach and seen 
trash teams, <clears throat> Bobcats, <laughs> and successful team. Right? So he probably the only one who saw it when during the offseason um, that this team could be someone special. Other than that, nobody. Nobody. Listen, this team is so special because uh, Mobley, that LeBron is thinking about coming back. <laughs> Just for the simple fact that that is on the table or the initial thought and the conversation that occur, you have to give in to Evelyn Mobley. But the downgrade of that is if LeBron comes, a whole lot of people are going to disappear. <laughs> so I have to say, Mobley, writers, voters, winning is a major factor. Winning. Guys could put a whole bunch of numbers, like the 76ers rookie of the year. What's his name again? Michael Carter-Williams? He had, but the deceptive part of his game was, was they allowed him to shoot, get the majority of shots while they was losing, and he still won. And what happens to Michael Carter-Williams now? I don't know what bench he plays for. He's doing much more better than me. Congratulations. Not with the Magic anymore? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. I Overall, that's the effect of most rookies in this game situation. Mobley is doing it the correct way. He's impact winning, culture, and the outlook future of the organization. He gave, he's giving the Cleveland Cavaliers. Remember last year, the little bottom-dweller sellers. Ever since when, when LeBron leaves the organization, they're decimated for years. Years. And this is the only organization he's left who have built up through the draft with rookies. They had got a couple of free agents, but the free agents were mainly rookies, young players. So give it to them. Mobley, I got to give it to Kelvin. He said it from the get-go, from the draft. He pointed this guy out. So Grimes, I think he's going to be, he should be considered top 10. He's doing his thing with limited minutes on a losing team. But just consider he should get one vote. Man, look, Thibs don't trust his young players anyway. So let's go ahead and call that what it is. So we don't even got to waste our energy on it. I mean, the obvious answer, we all going to agree, is Evan Mobley. Um, I mean, Kelvin pretty much said everything. I mean, when you look at uh, Evan Mobley, he has a motor. He has a he has, he has the motor that you appreciate. Like, you know, when there are players who who come into the league and before they're drafted, oh, this player has a motor, right? There's only been one one player who has a motor that's actually won, and his name is Giannis. Now, I'm not saying Evan Mobley is Giannis, but if Evan continues to, which I always think he will, if he if he plays with that type of tenacity and that type of activity, there's no telling like what the ceiling is for him. So I do think that at this point he'll get it. Um, it'll be hard for me to see if anyone else would get it. Um, it might get interesting later on. We'll see what happens. But at this particular point in the year, he has my vote. Let's go ahead and transition to our six men of the year. Uh, Ozmakers have Tyler Hero. As the leading guy for six men of the year, you can also throw in 
Kelly Oubre. I just saw the other name, but another another name that just came to mind was Kevin Love, Montrez Harrell. Um, who do we have for the six men of the year at this time? So I haven't I haven't um I haven't watched uh, Miami that much, but going by the stats alone, if he's getting see, I don't like how Miami does it either because they they know good well this guy's this guy's gonna finish the games and he probably's a starter on that team. Uh, and he, he's been a starter before on that team. Um, but now they throw him in the bench role because Spo is just a good coach. Mm-hmm. He has uh, those guys being humble enough to take roles that he thinks is best for the team. So for me, he's an NBA starter, you know, but for the sake of the award, he is playing six man this year and he's doing a real good job averaging 20 points a game with being um, the top seed in the East. So we can't gloss over that. So I think they got it right when they say Tyler Hero. I, I don't know anybody else that we can compare him to. Um, that's putting up the same numbers um, with the same record um, and the same amount of success that, that the uh, Miami Heat are having. So I'm fine with I'm fine with Tyler Hero this year. I'm gonna say it's only midseason. I believe it's going to change. I would like to say Jordan Clarkson, but. Utah is falling down. I know it's not stinking. I apologize. I'm not going to call any man stinking. I'm upset at his gameplay. I'm upset how they're playing currently. And it hurts my heart to see New York Knicks, Julius Randle, who was most improved player last year, right, Um, to play the way he is. So it's definitely not him. Uh, he should be the six-man award. They should throw him on the bench. Randall, he should be off the bench right now, the way he's playing. But I'm going to agree with everyone. Based upon the standard, winning is superior. And this, this, like Kelvin said, this starter, they got him off the bench. And I hope they don't do this to him for the rest of his career. He is a starter. He should be, he should be playing. Um, he played a lot of minutes, so, but he should be right off the, you know, he should be um, part of the starter group. So Tyler Hero, um, Proving everyone wrong that he is and he can, he do belong in the league. Um, the bubble was not a fluke. So congratulations for this year. But for some reason, I think Utah is going to sneak up. I think Joy Clarkson is going to end up getting the award. Nah. Um, you think the Utah Jazz is going to fall apart? <laughs> nah, I just think, I just don't think that Jordan Clarkson is going to do it. He kind of, he kind of dropped off a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. But... See, I will give it to Tyler Hero. However, because Jimmy Butler and all of them was hurt for those amount of games, Tyler Hero was starting. So I know we want to say winning matters, which it does. Mm-hmm. However, I'm a hometown kid. I'm giving I'm giving it to, mm-hmm. to Kelly Oubre. Oubre. You know what? I'm giving it. I don't disagree. I don't I, disagree. Look, I mean, I, I get, I get people. They have their stances like winning matters. Yes, yes, it does. But Tyler Hero was starting a number of games um, when people were out, and Kelly Oubre has been scoring thirty. I forgot he might have like maybe three or four thirty-point games coming off the bench. So, I mean, I'm leaning on that. I gotta show. I gotta show the hometown some love. And look, maybe if something changes, which I doubt it will in Charlotte, 
Look, I might even throw Montrez on there because Montrez coming off the bench, giving like 24 points in like three or four games that he's been here. But I'm just, I'm a root for the hometown kid. I'm giving it to Kelly. I'm not mad at that. And I'm glad you said that because I got a dark, dark, dark horse, right? If Doc does this right, I might throw Maxie on the bench for the rest <laughs> of the year and let him come off as an assassin. Uh, so I might have to say at the end of the year, I might throw up Maxie if he qualifies, if he can play 50%, you know, the season like uh, Tyler did. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I say Uble. I knew Maxi. Maxi. The only reason Maxi has been putting up numbers is because he's getting star minutes, and it goes back to quickly. <laughs> Emmanuel quickly was getting star minutes. He'll put up more better. He'll put better numbers than Maxi. He's a better player than Maxi. But I digress. We're talking about midseason award. So thank you. And you're giving our hypotheticals. We just talking <laughs> about <laughs> whatever sixes. Put Maxine back on the bench, and he's going to spoil like rotten milk. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go ahead and move to the next award, which is the most improved. Uh, Most improved. I hate, see, let me tell you about the most improved. This is one thing that I hate. And they did this the other year. I believe it was the, the year in the bubble. They try to put a player who was already a lottery player into most improved. So right now, from what I saw, they had John Morant. I said, nah, he's getting MVP votes. He don't need to be in this. He don't. And I felt the same way about uh, Julius Randle last year. Like, if you're playing at a level that's like an MVP level, you don't need to be in most improved. Right. Right. But, we had that argument last year for sure. Yeah. So... They had John Moran in it. They have Miles Bridges in it. You can also throw, I just saw the other day, maybe, was it Gary? Oh, my Garlands, Garlands. No, Garlands. It was it was Garlands. You could throw Garlands mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel and there's a, other players. Like I think it'll be, I think it'll be a close, a close Desmond race, Bain. especially this year. Uh who do oh, I think Bain is gonna too. get it? Yeah, I forgot about that Desmond Banks, but I'm going with I'm going with um Miles Bridges for sure. I don't I remember we talked about him. I don't know if you sold me on him, um, Allen in the beginning of the year, but I, I definitely I think you was telling telling me he was in contract year, and I definitely always I always was a fan of Miles Bridges. So I'm definitely going with him. I'm hoping that he gets it. Um, you know, that this guy has stepped his game up. I, I, I think he was averaging 12, and now he's up to 20. Um, that's a big leap. His team is playing better. Um, and then, you know. Not right now, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> not right now. It ain't his fault, but not right now. <laughs> not right now. Okay, so I, I don't follow Hornets as much as I should. I see. Are they still in the playoffs? Uh, yeah, I think, we, I think we're still in the play-in, but that's another story for another day. Okay. <laughs> but, well, anyway, you know. Just the eight points. Um, I think he's improved in every one of his statistics. But besides that, the brother's playing defense too. Um, so, you know, he's improving. Uh, he's showing his his worth in the league. And I always just wanted him to get a shot to uh, show his, his ability because him being undersized, um, you know, it's like a baby Barkley almost, you know, some people get mad at that. Or, you know, he got some, he got some bully like young Mellow. Um, 
And I always like this game. So I'm, I'm rooting for uh, Miles Bridges to get the award. Yeah, I'm going to say, I was thinking, looking at Desmond Bain because their team are improving. They, you know, they're top three at West, I believe. Yeah, I think that, yeah, they're top three out West. And, and he is really, and he helped the team while John Morant was out. But you can't deny the statistics of Mal Bridges. This dude, this season is averaging 20 and, 20 and seven, 20 and three assists. So 20 points, three assists uh, a game, right? This dude is doing everything else that's needed. And like you said, he's undersized at 6'6 six, six, and still putting up posters of everyone. So um, I, I got to give it to him. Uh, you know, he's averaging about five rebounds a game. He could be more, but about five rebounds a game, but he's still doing it. 20 points from 12 points is a huge leap, right? 20 points from averaging 12 points is a huge leap, right? So I got to give it to Miles Bridges. You know, the team is going up and down. And if you listen to the episode, you'll notice day after day, Every time we talk about NBA, Allen, when Allen's on, he hops on one thing. The whole issue is the coach. So despite the coaching and his lack of utilizing, I'm trying to be nice, utilizing his pieces on the floor to the best expectation, kind of like Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, flea flowing offense, go do as thy will kind of offense. <laughs> Just get it in. Uh, it seems that. Um, this coach overcoaches, overthinks situation uh, and not seeing what's available on the floor. So Miles Bridges get my most improved player. I never want to hear Julius Randle. They should take the award away from him, the way he played this year. He should be, they should just take it and give it to somebody else, give it to Derek Rose. <laughs> I think he was on that list last year. So Miles Bridges get my, uh, my vote. Um, Garland is also a consideration. Uh, and um and uh, Desmond Bain, those are my top three. So Miles Bridges, the Desmond Bain, and Garland's are my top three. But Miles Bridges is number one for me right now. Yeah, you already know who the kid going for. Uh, <laughs> I mean, pretty much. When it comes to Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges has had crazy bounce since high school. Now he's not known as just an athlete. To me, that just says most improved by itself. You know what I mean? I don't have to go by the statistics. We already knew what he could do his first few years in the league, like dunks, getting to the rim. He's, he's improved his ball handling. He's improved his shooting, you know. And like Kelvin said, like he can play bully ball. He, he's even finishing with his right hand. Maybe he need Julius Randle need to take notes from Miles. But <laughs> uh, pretty much, I mean, look, man, Miles Bridges, he's he's had a great year, despite of the circumstances going on down here in the city. Um, and I and look, it's a contract year and he's betting on himself. And you can see that the hard work is paying off. Also, he's the best rapper in the NBA right now. So I just want to throw that out. Um, you need to check him out because this, this lyrics is kind of crazy. But let's go ahead and move on to our next topic, the Defensive Player of the Year. Now, for some reason, I don't know why, this particular award is always super controversial. You got Giannis there. You got Mikael Bridges. 
you have who else was in it? I forgot who else was in it, but normally, I mean, you could throw Rudy in there. Rudy's always Drake, in there. They put Draymond in there, too. Yeah, Draymond was in there. I don't know if they still kind of have him up there because he's been out for injury for a little yeah, bit. Do. So, okay. um, who do we have winning Defensive Player of the Year at this time of the season? Always hard Always hard for me to... Um, I got a donkey of the year for this one. Um, this was Ben Simmons' award, award this year. He was uh, robbed last year, you know, um, according to Philly fans, at least. Nah, um, he got robbed. Yeah, so he got, he got robbed. robbed he year. got robbed. Well, he got robbed this year, and then also uh, Anthony Davis got robbed the year before in the bubble. So that's, I mean, look, man. right, right. So I'm, I'm gonna say he, he got, a, he got a donkey for not, not getting, you know, the accolade that he was supposed to get. Something on his resume that could probably boost his next contract. But you know that's neither here nor there. This war is always hard for me to uh, to me to judge because um, I'm not watching everybody's team every night. Um, but when I see um, you know when I'm watching basketball, I probably watch all the teams play, um, and some teams I watch more than others. And you know it's hard for me to to deny cats like um, like uh, like Giannis who, uh, you know, is guarding multiple positions, affecting the game defensively. Um, so I think I think I would have, um, yeah, I think I would go with Giannis right now or defensive player of the year. Ooh, I'm surprised you didn't give your boy any love. It's okay. I got you, Mikael. Who, jo- Joel? Joel? No, I was giving it to oh, Mikael. Tybo. Tybo. Oh, hey, sorry. Let me, let, me, let me retract a little bit. Listen. <laughs> I don't think the world understands how special Thibel is, right? So that's why I don't even mention his name because he's like a hidden gem. Like this guy, I'll tell you the truth. I've never seen somebody um, play defense like him. I'll be honest. Like he, this, this he always affects the passing lanes. He said the same thing. Listen to the tape uh, last season. This dude that's say right. everything he said about Thibel, he said about Ben Simmons. Because they have a divorce, he's He's taking all his love away from Ben Simmons. Now, he said out, the same out. thing. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. That's a lie. That's a lie because <laughs> I, just said, I just said that this was Ben Simmons' award this year. Uh-huh. Right? I just said it. So that's giving me that's me, me showing the same energy as Ben as last year, this year. So I just said that. So you can't say that. What but I you said, said you though, never. You said no, never, but you have I with think, Ben. No, no. I think Ben can play five positions on a defensive end. I think Who's better, Thibault five. or Ben? Who's better? Hello, uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. Because I'm telling you, with I you have da- da- you have data. You have five, no, three, four I'm years of data you. versus two you. years. Make a Thibel decision. No, what I'm saying is this, Phil. Mm-hmm. Thibault can't stay on the floor as long as Ben. Ben is getting more minutes than Thibault. You know what I'm saying? And Ben has more versatility on the defensive end because he's bigger. But Thibault has a special skill set, man. Uh-huh. Like a real special skill set where mm-hmm. he can get steals and affect affect uh you know scores from from making big plays. Now he, for me, I think that is, I think he's one of the best in the league always. But because he doesn't play as much many minutes, because his name is not out there, because he can't do he can't stay on the floor because he can't shoot that well, it affects him um getting that award. So I think he always should be in the run to be honest. I agree with you. Ladies and gentlemen, 
this is what happened. You're spawned by your, your, your girlfriend. You date a girl who looks just like your, your ex-girlfriend. And, and all the qualities that your ex-girlfriend has seems to be resemble what your new girlfriend has. And Kelvin and the 76ers are going through this. See, Ben what? Simmons is everything like Thibault, but better. And he can't say how's this. He can't say that his ex-girlfriend, Ben Simmons, is the best thing he ever had defensively. So he's gonna throw all the attributes to Thibault. Just get to your. You know what he said? He said <laughs> that he can't stay on the floor like Ben. So obviously Ben is better. He can't shoot like Ben. Ben couldn't shoot or refused to shoot. Everything he said, he referred back to Ben. So if you saw Kelvin walking with his girlfriend, his girlfriend would look just like his ex-girlfriend. So Ben Simmons looked just like Thibault. They're both light skin <laughs> with the good hair. <laughs> They both from Australia too, right? Yeah, they both from uh, so, yeah, yeah, Australia. <laughs> wow, so, 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 so Ben Simmons was his first love, and she broke his heart. Now he's all the quality is not in Thibault. So, in other words, Ben Simmons is a better player, and he misses Ben, but it's over now. So, <laughs> so man, I get that from that. I don't know, man. But Phil, go ahead and make your pick, dog. Hey. Listen, yeah, viewers, please <laughs> comment, um, put the comment on our Facebook, Instagram, email us, telling that Kelvin needs to get over his ex. It's what? over, right? Yeah, what are you talking all about? attributions, all attributions that he named, he said, <laughs> it's just like Ben, right? So that's what I'm saying. Anyway, I do say Thibault should be on the list, but I'm going to give it to Giannis. Draymond Green, I don't know what defense he plays other than yelling and screaming and bullying. <laughs> Giannis, I actually see production on the floor. He affects the uh, uh, offensive team except for Joel and B. <laughs> so, except for Joel and B, Giannis affects every person he plays on the um, all positions. So I'm gonna give it to Giannis. Um, Thibault, one day will be like Ben, you know, and maybe they love him for who he is. <laughs> but right now he looks like Ben. He reminds like reminds them of Ben. He smells like Ben. He, everything is Ben when you see a thigh bowl. So hopefully they take him, uh, allow him to come out on the um, court to play more often. And um, I have to give thigh bowl that credit. He helped uh, the team beat uh, Milwaukee when he had to lock down. Um, who was it? Was it Holiday or I forgot who he locked down? Who's hot on Milwaukee at the time? But he Somebody. did his thing. You put him on the, in the, on the floor long enough, he guaranteed steals. Guaranteed. Yeah, like Ben. Blocks and blocks. <laughs> like Ben. <laughs> oh, man, listen, I'm never going to knock. I'm never knocking ben. Just Yo, say I, it. Ben was stupid. your best thing you had. He's no, no longer with you. Just Look, say it. Phil, Phil just wants you to say, hey, Siri, play best you ever had by Drake. That's basically, <laughs> that's basically what he's saying. Right, man. He forces something that I already gave Ben his credit, man. What do you want me to do? <laughs> you miss her. It's okay, man. You're nah. better apart. <laughs> you didn't know what you had until she's gone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> See if you keep the same energy when he's when he missing all these free throws. <laughs> 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 I will because I'm not worried about him because they got two others on the team to help him out. So I'm not worried about it. All right. Uh, yeah, hopefully y'all didn't hear my Siri. No, we didn't. Good because look, when I said that, my Siri went off. 
I was like, dang. (laughs) 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 But who I'm choosing for a defensive player of the year, I'm going to do what Dion would, would say. Giannis ain't stopping KD. I'm going to just do that just one time. <laughs> um, but who who do I have for Defensive Player of the Year? I'm going to say Mikael Bridges. Hmm. Mikael Bridges should get Defensive Player of the Year. The fact that this is a guard-driven league and a wing-driven uh, league, he guards those positions man-to-man. We see how Mikael Bridges was running around those screens with Steph Curry making life difficult and miserable. That's the type of guy who I would say him. That guy right there, like, and I believe his his defensive uh what was it? The defensive field goal position, one of them are vexed metrics. He's 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 among the top when he's actually guarding someone like their percentage is like one of the lowest so to me i always feel like with him always being on the best man he's not really getting he's gonna get some buckets put on him but it's it's never like oh he's getting like catching a 40 piece it's never been nothing like that he's always been been tough on cats made their lives miserable like if they're gonna get if they're gonna get 30 they're gonna work for that they're gonna work for that 30. So to me, I feel like Mikhail should definitely get it. And you never, and another thing, and I did mention that he's playing playing better defense defense this year, but he is not a guy where you go say a pick a roll for. You know, if he's guarding the other man and you want to get a mismatch, you're never setting it on his man because he can guard multiple positions too. Um, and he's strong enough to push the big man out if they're trying to, he, nobody bullying him under the basket. And he can move his feet well enough to play in the perimeter. So I think he's just an under the radar guy. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know how many people that's considering him, but his size, um, he can he's play like six, inside. Seven. Yep, and he can play outside. He can guard outside. He can guard inside. So that's definitely somebody that's that's not a wild that's not a wild choice at all. They have him ranked too. Oh, okay. All right, that's even better. I agree. I agree. He could defend multiple positions, and he's long and athletic, and um. What he lacks in size, athleticism, athleticism, and that one that contract year makes up for it. <laughs> I just hope he don't do what Julius Randle got this contract, got his money, and just faded off the planet. But I don't think um Bridges is built that way. I think he just want to continue to show. I don't. Th- I don't think so either. Hopefully, yeah, I think this should put him in All NBA defensively. Yeah. So I expect to see his name on there, and this almost makes me just to squirrel you real quick. I'm surprised. How come Drew's never received a, a defensive player of the year award? No, oh, yeah, Drew Holiday. Yeah, just it, it just it dawned on me. He came to mind, but I know he's kind of been like in and out of the lineup this year. But I was like, dude, the fact that he yeah. doesn't have one is kind of wild. And if and the fact it's that t- Patrick Beverly have one drives me kind of insane right now. What about PJ Tucker? Does he have does he have one? I don't think nope. he has one. No, Tucker, Tucker, no. Tucker, man, he, he does his thing, yeah, especially last year. But you remember the market you play on that Drew Holly has played where he played in. Um, I think he played the first team he played New for Orleans. Was New no, Orleans. he played in, he played, no, in he played, he played, he played, Paces, Philly. Right? he played in Philly first, yeah, and then, oh, he did, and then he got traded to New Orleans, 
Right. And then he's been buried in New Orleans. Unless somehow, you know, New Orleans, Zaya kind of worked out, which didn't. He was gone by then. And by the time people figured it out, he was away in Milwaukee. And, and they already had their mindset. That's how I felt, felt like. For me, it, just to see Draymond Green, I know he's doing his thing, but come on, man. There's guys who are doing more work than him. It, I guess if you promote or show or, or advertise, you've seen a lot. People, I guess it burns in their mind. You watch the game, watch the game, and see these other players out there doing something. I'm not nothing against Draymond Green, but I've yes, it's great. His quote unquote undersized, but I've seen other players affect winning too. Uh, but I have who we have mentioned thus far, so. I don't think um, Draymond Green's a clear-cut favorite. Most people try to have it that way, but I don't think so. But defensive yeah. player. I digress. What are we talking about? Defensive player, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I thought <laughs> digress. Yeah. Yeah, but let's go ahead and move to our last award in the middle of this season, the Coach of the Year. Now, this is going to be very interesting, and I'm still dying on this hill. Monty should have got it last year over Thibs. I don't care. Nope. Um, other coaches you can think about, I believe his name is Zach, the head coach from Memphis. You also have Billy Donovan with the Bulls and a team that none of us seen coming, Bernie Bickerstaff and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Who do you have winning coach of the year this year? Kelvin's scared because we know it's not Doc Rivers or Thibodeau. But um, this is easy. This is simple for me. Any team that was buried in the desert, any team that had a record of 22 and 50 and currently has rise like a phoenix <laughs> to 35 hey, and 25. Hey, Kelvin, before Phil goes on, <laughs> He he stole that. He stole that from a sermonette last night. <laughs> oh no! Nah, at it again. God praise Stick the Lord. Anywhere we are, what? Hey, it's not his word. I'm did not copyright in French. Rise like a phoenix. You know, was in the fiery, a fiery furnace, and didn't get burned. And you know, for years, for years. This team was in the bottom of the barrel. The year before that, there was 19 and 46. That's 2019 and 20 season. They was not even invited to come back in the bubble. In 2018, they were 19 and 63. And 2017, 2018, I think that was the last time they was relevant out east. Because that's when um LeBron was on there with 52 and 32. 50, 50 and 32. Last year, this team was 22 and 50. Dismayed, dismised, forgotten. That's generally happens when LeBron James leave your team. You become an afterthought. And Lakers, Staff, you're next. I'm not digressing. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying focused. Bickerstaff, no one here. Other than Bickerstaff himself in training camp knew what he had. No one in the NBA had them ranked outside the bottom five. The bottom five. Not about playing, 
Nah, but they just thought they're going to make that natural progression and maybe finish the 12th or 11th. But right now, they're currently the, the fourth seed, I believe. Yep, fourth seed, 35 and 23. They're this year's Knicks. Better. No, better. They're better. I know. Play, I had to add, but better. I had to make sure I added. They are better. They are better. consistent. <laughs> they have young bloods, young players doing their job. They're organized. They have Kevin Love coming off the bench, and he's playing seamlessly into the offense. The offense is centered around their nucleus. And if they continue, there will be a problem in the league. The Knicks was a helter skeleton, infusion, and and well, luckily benefited from the COVID situation. It's obvious. It's frontline center. Us Knicks fans was fooled. I was fooled. I was here sound like a fool. Kelvin, Kelvin, Evan, Allen, everyone who came on tried to tell me, Philip, calm down. You're being fooled. And I was. I was duped. Shame on me. But back to Bickerstaff. I got to give him credit. He's seen the low of the low. Not only in Cleveland, but when he was a Bobcat coach. <laughs> so he now, that he was, was his pop. Well, well, yeah. No, it was him. He, he was, was, he, was he was he was I think he, he was on that. He was a yeah, he was a coach too. Yeah, he was head coach, coach for a few times. Assistant. Nah. I think he became head coach when his pops got fired. And he was a head coach for a little while in Houston. Right before they became so he has he has run, junior has ran throughout the league. So kudos to him. I know. Um, that the Bulls, uh, Billy Donovan, I never really believed in Billy Donovan, especially he was an OKC, but he's proven me wrong. He's doing a good job. But he has three, he has two All-Stars and a superstar, right? He had a, um, well, Ball didn't get it, but he's known for his 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 uh, attributes, Levine and DeMar. So he has three. Who do Cleveland have? Rookies, young second-year veterans, and and he's getting the most out of them. So, Bickerstaff is a clear down, hand down favorite, should win this award. Especially, especially they are, they, they are built for the future. And that's the most important thing. They are a young team who've done it the right way, decimated, traded everything to please LeBron. And it, hey, I'll do it too. It's worth it. To win a champion, they won a champion, their only championship. And there was a rebuild mode. You know, they, tr- they didn't do the process, they tried to win games, but out of it, they did win the number one pick. <laughs> they did do a lot. So I have to give that to them, that they are successful currently. They, they look like they're built for the long haul, and they're going to be a problem in the future now and for the problem. So we could count them down. I don't think this is a fluke. I think Bickerstaff has them. They, they, they're following. Uh, only thing is I'm wondering what they're going to do with Saxon when he comes back. Most likely they're going to trade him, and hopefully the Knicks can pull, pick him up. The Knicks want everybody. But but as always, yeah, we're going to do well. We don't Phil want Doc Rivers. <laughs> Phil has this wrong, and you already, you, you guys already know. Our, our listeners, our longtime listeners, already know that Phil had this wrong. It is clearly, clearly Monty. <laughs> Monty, has been, Monty has been getting robbed, and they're not going to have it this year. This guy's the best record in the league. Now, this is my argument, right? Last year, you know, he got robbed, right? He had his team playing at a high level. But we know it's not fool's gold like the Knicks guy. You know, last year they gave it to Tibbs. And this guy, this guy's in the tank now, you know, because it was fool's gold. We have a consistent guy over there and a brother 
that's been having his team play at a high level with no slack. Not getting the notoriety that he deserves, but it's not, it's not, it's not easy having guys like Chris Paul continue to play at a high level at his age. You know, you, you always see some slack with the uh with the veteran guys, but they're playing at a high level, leading the NBA uh by by what seven games at least? Seven and seven and yeah, ten. Yeah, but you talking about the Suns? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Sixers. My bad. My no. bad. No, he said, said Monty. He said, I think he said my guy. I honestly no. thought he said my guy. Thank I apologize. You. I give you respect. And I did clear. I did say Monty was the best coach in NBA. That was during the bubble episodes when he had the team go undefeated. So I apologize, Kelvin. I give you respect. I, I, I thought you I said the Sixers. My bad. When you, la- when you laughed, I was surprised. I said, man, Phil's, Phil's getting a hypocrite title too now. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I thought you said my team. My guy, that's what I thought. No, you said. I'm going Monty Williams is Monty. definitely I give you respect deserving, and he shouldn't get robbed again. He's he's showing you guys that last year wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. And I mean, shame on us for not giving it to him last year when he got to the title. But this yeah. year he's doubling down and he's keeping his team at, at the highest level in the NBA and not seeing all the, the credit behind it. So Monty, I hope they don't rob you again this year. I respect that, and I, I you know what? I'm gonna change my opinion. Um, despite what the Cleveland Cavaliers has done, I have to give it to Monty. I changed my decision. Monty, the best coach in the NBA, hands down, been saying this for two years, deserves it. You're right. Uh, Kelvin, you've changed my mind for the first time. I, <laughs> now he's I, not going to get it, Kelvin. Um, I know, dang. <laughs> Come on, man. What are you doing, man? Chris Paul will get hurt today. <laughs> He is hurt. His thumb hurt. <laughs> oh, he did have a rap one. I did see that. I thought he was still going to play. Cool. See, this one is probably going to be super more interesting. Like, I really think it's going to probably come down to Monty, Bernie, Bickerstaff Jr., and probably, man, I meant to look up this dude name, the head coach for... Uh, Taylor Jenkins. The yeah, Greek, Taylor Greek, Jenkins. Um, Grizzlies, I don't know why right? I said Zach early. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like <laughs> Zach. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's going to come down to those three. If I was to give it to someone now, like, I feel like I have, like, a 1A and a 1B. Like, the 1A would probably would be Monty, but 1B would be Bernie because the main thing, and this is the problem in Charlotte. I asked this question during i forgot what game it was it might have been the miami game i said what is this team's identity when you when you look at certain teams they're known for something one thing monty gonna have you do is play defense one thing that they're gonna have in in memphis you're gonna play some defense i mean i ain't really watched cleveland games so i don't know what their staple is i'm gonna be honest but (laughs) the most important thing is that team has an identity to where players can buy into a coach. And when players buy into a coach, you can see the transformation that happens over time. So I'm giving the edge to Monty, but I really feel like if, if, if somehow and I know the rankings or the standings in the East is like super close. If if Bernie gets them at least top three, I feel like you got to give it to him. 
they're at four, but I feel like if he gets three and stays at three to the end of the season, you might have to give it to him. And it's, and it's like, yo, like Monty deserves the award. Well, he deserved it last year. And I don't want him to feel like he's being overlooked for the continued success back-to-back years. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, the jump from where Cleveland was to where they are now is tremendous and the players are bought in. And it's, it's the same. You know what? I just want to highlight Black coaches right now. Because when we look at this, like Phil said, the Suns were were terrible. Then when they got in the bubble, they were the best team in the bubble and eight and oh. The next thing you know, the year after that, they're in the NBA finals once they got Chris Paul. Granted, like, yeah, but they got Chris Paul, but at the end of the day, everyone else still had to buy in. Now you have Bernie Bickerstaff, uh, who's the coach for the Cavs, been a dumpster fire for since LeBron left. Now they're fourth and east. So I just want to highlight black coaches at this particular moment in time. So shout out, shout out to the black shout coaches. Shout out, shout out to them. Shout out to the black coaches on, on this black history month. <laughs> can we can we can we talk about LeBron real quick before we get off? Go right real ahead. Quick. Yeah. Because I got LeBron may have pulled off the so all right. So let me let me kind of bring it up. Um Evan, because I'm in um I, I Alex, I know you was gonna bring it up. Or I don't know if we have time. LeBron is saying he's he's thinking about playing another year, um, not another year, but he's thinking about uh, not retiring until his son gets into the NBA. Uh, he wants to play his last year with his son. For me, that's the biggest power move I ever seen coming from a dad. Boss move. <laughs> but, yeah, that's like that. Like, shout out to LeBron, man. Like he's 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 one of a kind in this. LeBron, what LeBron is basically saying is, as basically draft my son. And if you draft my son, you'll get my services. And, and the thing about it is, his son, I don't see him as being like a uh, a first round pick, right? I, I don't see it. But let's say a team now may draft him first round, right? And if the team drafts him first round, it's going to be a team that's like in the 20s, late 20s. So that's going to be a contender. So LeBron is setting himself up to play for a contender and for somebody basically to draft his son. <laughs> and I think that's like that's like one of the biggest power moves I've ever seen. Shout out to LBJ, man. So which one is better? LBJ? I think LBJ way is way better than what D-Way did. D-Way bought a team and put his son in the gym. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that too. I mean, yeah. honestly, honestly, to me, it's it's almost equivalent to me personally, because it's like, look, I'm the owner. This is what I can do. Now you gonna have to, you still have to work your way into the league. Like you're in the mm-hmm. G League, but you still got to work your way into the league. Bronny still has to work his way into the league to be seen, though. So mm-hmm. Bronny still has to continually do the work. Now, for that to happen, I mean, that'll be the first. To me, it'll be weird, <laughs> like, just thinking about it, because it's like, yo, I'm, it's like, it's dope that you're playing with your pops, but it's in a professional setting. Right. So it's, it's a little weird, but I, but I respect the fact that it's like, look, hey, yo, I can get you this ring, then I'm out. 
that part I do. I'm like, yo, I, I, I see, I see the vision. I see the scheme. <laughs> yo, but they, the people have done it for years. I'm not mad. I congratulate it. He's not hiding. And, but the funniest thing and the saddest thing will be that the Knicks do it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Whoever does it got to be like late in the first round. Man. The, Can't the be a top York, 10 pick. I'm telling you about the New York Knicks would do it. The Knicks will have the number one pick and do it. That's how. Nah, that, that's insanity. That's, that's insanity. how. Listen, the Knicks <laughs> love redraft. I mean, retread. They'll do anything to get. They get open. That's the history of what we've done. We always. Well, we looking at. We looking at. We looking at a forty year old, forty one year old LeBron. The right? Knicks will draft him. The Knicks will sign his son just to have him. And you, you think they'll draft a, like a top ten pick for if to the get Knicks LeBron? have the top one pick, and the wow. next unicorn is out there. I hope man. The Knicks will draft um, his his other son, Bryce, <laughs> <laughs> just to get a chance of the hype, man. That's how backwards they are. But um, in reality, I think Bryce is have a, going to have a better NBA career. I've seen some of his videos and some of the things he's done his 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 um league. I mean, playing. He's in middle school. I think he's the same age as my youngest child, eighth grade. I think he's in eighth grade. Um, eighth grade, eighth grade. I think. Yeah, that kid dunking right now too. Yeah, he's and he's. Taller than his brother. I think he's six three. His brother's six six. Something like that. So I think he's gonna be better played. Generally, it's funny. I've seen in my household, my oldest one is faster, but my youngest one's more skilled. But she don't know how to put it together. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Not yet. Yeah, yet, yet. So she's playing AAU. Their first game is next month. So so we'll see. I just gotta get an exercise. I'm trying to get Kelvin to come out and train her. I'm thinking of sending out to California to with uh, Coach uh, Brewer, who we interview, have him work out with her for uh, for this a week. So it's good, it's good. So LeBron, salute to you, what you're doing for your son. I congratulate D Wade. I congratulate what you're doing for your son. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we will have to wait and see how this plays out. And this concludes another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes podcast. We out. Philadelphia still stinks. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at A Lady and, that is the and sign, Some Dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.